I'm Sophie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Natty. Hello, I. Natty, you get to go first. That's what I'm saying, so you should go first. No, but why have we waited until episode 11 for this to happen? Because I wrote the book. Do you want to do I'm it? I'm actually, like, annoyed about this. Like, how have I only just picked up that, like... Oh, and, and, and the other day you made the comment that it's my podcast. That was today, but, yeah, I know it is. Well, as I said, because I wrote the book. But you make the podcast. There we go. <laughs> don't give me that pity look. Like, you make the podcast when really you don't think I make the podcast. You do. I wouldn't be able to read... Imagine me just reading this on myself. Yeah. You would... <laughs> I'll take a thought. If anyone's keen on that, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> okay, do you want to go first? I think let's just stick with our gun. Stick with our Okay. Hi. Hi, I'm Sophie. <laughs> and I'm Maddie. And welcome to our podcast. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us. Um, episode 11. How exciting. Woo. So it's taken 11 episodes, but now Sophie is taking over the reins. And I've just realised that Maddie, well, one, she said to me that, if this is her podcast, whatever. Because I wrote the book. Um, sorry, Maddie. I'm just speaking sorry. right now. Okay. Um, and two, Maddie's always it's always been hi. I'm Maddie, and I'm Sophie. Like, no, like. And did then she know- says, "And welcome to our podcast." But really, you just think it's yours. But did you know that even on like the um, picture or like even on um, Spotify now, it's like it's I wrote a book with Maddie Proud and Sophie Carmen. But um, M comes before S in the alphabet. We're just working alphabetically here. I'm just working like rating. Like, rating. Like when you told me rating. that net chicks would be better without me. <laughs> if anyone else agrees with that. Someone else. Um, Wait, what are we doing? Chapter chapters 21 and 22. So those of you who don't have the physical book in front of you, um, there's very, very little to go. Um, four chapters to be precise, which means two episodes, which is making me a little bit emotional because the thought of this being... Almost Sorry. over. I thought you were about to leave because I thought you were just getting too emotional about the fact that it was almost over. Um, yeah, so I think we last episode was really good um, for the book. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, it was a great episode. I, mean, I don't know. I'd love to hear everyone's feedback, feedback on last Actually, episode. Actually, we should do that at the end. We should get everyone to rate which one their favourite episode so it was. was. Well, can't you tell that by, like, going back you and can. looking at You things? can. Sorry. Um, Silly me. Yeah, so I thought it was good, like, with the book. I don't know if we were that entertaining. But, no, I think the book had so much entertainment that it was almost like we didn't need to make it more entertaining. You're so right. There's the seven. I mean, I almost wonder whether we should sing the song again. No, <laughs> no. Please don't make me go through that again. For those of you who want to go and listen to the song again, go back to, cha- uh, to episode 10, and I think it's about halfway through. You can mm. hear my oozy vocals seeping through your airwaves. Um, but so you just said to me before that this was the point in the book where you just could not put it down. Is that right? I think you said that to yourself. <laughs> I actually you just I said, said this, you, no. You just said this is the point where I just stay up all night reading it. You know, you've you've got to that really exciting part, and you're like, oh, I, just, I can't stop. I'm I'm gonna have to forego my eight and a half hours sleep just so I can finish this So do you book. think, like, the podcasters that have lis- are listening and reading this for the first time are like, oh, my God, like, do you reckon they've gone, bought the, purchased the book on maddieproud.com.au? Yeah. Just, no, just .com. Oh. I'm, I'm international. You're worldwide. Miss Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've gone, they've purchased it, and they're like, yep, I'm going to read these last two chapters. And they might be listening to this at 9.30 at night. They, their bedtime is probably 9.30. But is there an e-book? There, there is. is yeah. There is an ebook, um, But they might be like, I can't go to sleep because I have to know what happens. So true. What so, should we get into it? I was going to say, we don't want to keep you up any longer than you need to be. So 
Let's get stuck into it. Cha- uh, episode 11 and chapter 21. God, only four more of those. <clears throat> chapter 21. The week had been crazy for Grace with her crazy and Crazy Grace. <laughs> Should we do <laughs> no. crazy thing? With her and Sebastian's relationship, Ooh. in inverted commas, being the talk of the school. She'd done her best to avoid talking about it and was glad she had that she had netball to focus on. Apart from a few comments thrown around by people Grace didn't even know at lunchtime, she had got through the week relatively unscathed. What like, oh, she's so famous, like Grace Parker, the girl that's oh my god! Like, what's happening with Sebastian King? Did Sebastian King really write a song or about you? Or do people like not like her? They're well, jealous. I was gonna say, I think it would be a little bit of a combination. You'd get those that are like, oh my god, that is so exciting. I was like, that should be me. It should be me. <laughs> Saturday morning couldn't have come fast enough, and Grace woke up at the crack of dawn, both nervous and excited. She walked into the kitchen to find her mum making what it. What time was that? Because like, it's winter, so. <coughs> crack of dawn is probably a bit of an exaggeration, the fact that her mum's already up. I'm going to say it was like 6am or something. She probably got really excited. Um, she walked into the kitchen to find her mum making her eggs on toast in preparation for the game. She must have known she was going to wake up early. I'm so nervous, I don't think I can eat, Grace complained. Mrs Parker looked at her daughter and sighed. Gracie, you know better than anyone how important it is to have a good meal before you play. Sophie, you always seem to have this yawn at some point throughout an episode. I'm so Sorry. disappointed in you. It's only the start. It's because the thought of Grace waking up at dawn just made you excited, uh, made you um, tired, didn't it? Yeah. Gracie, you know better than anyone how important it is to have a good meal before you play. Plus, nerves are good. If you're feeling like that, it means you're ready. I think she's right because if I don't feel nervous before a game, I'm a bit like, why aren't I nervous? Is it because you think you're too good and you're like above? This? No, never. It would never be that. Her mum was right. She wouldn't have enough energy to play if she didn't eat. Yeah, I know. Thanks, mum. Grace ate her eggs before heading back to her room to put on a red and white bodysuit and tie a bright red ribbon around her high ponytail. So it's like, really ma- odd. Oh, she wanted again. What is it that's making you so tired? I don't know. The sound of my voice. I think it's the sound of your voice. It's so boring. <laughs> I'll put up my animation in it. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay, she packed her bag and made her way through the front door with her mother, father and Angus in tow. Tyler had other plans, but it assured Grace it was nothing to do with what had happened with Sebastian and his song. The best thing about your team not making finals is now you get to watch me play, Grace said sarcastically, nudging Angus as they walked out the front door. Uh, actually, I changed my mind. Maybe I'll just stay at home and watch the footy, Angus joked as he pretended to walk back into the house. Classic Angus. You're so mean, Grace laughed, rolling her eyes. In the car on the way to the courts, Grace forced her family to listen to Friday at five, much to Angus's dismay. I need to get pumped up, she argued. Well, why don't you get pumped up with some real music, Angus teased. Ever since Angus started high school, he seemed to have developed a superior music taste. He now claimed to want to listen to Triple J and not mainstream music. Although Grace knew he still, still secretly loved a good Taylor Swift ballad. Angus relished every opportunity he found to stir his older brother up. Did Taylor Swift even have any ballads? Romeo, take me somewhere we can be. Stop, stop, stop. We've got an episode to get through. (laughs) Angus relished every opportunity he found to stir his older brother up for being involved in the Friday at Five video. This never failed to get a reaction out of Taylor, who would... Taylor? Taylor. Taylor, who had always taken his music very seriously. Grace just poked her tongue out at her twin brother, not wanting to get into an argument before a big game. They arrived at the courts a full hour before the game started. Remind me again why we had to get up at the crack of dawn? There's nobody here, Angus complained. Grace loved being the only one at the courts. It gave her time to calm her nerves and prepare herself. It gives me time to beat you at around the world. Heads, Grace called to her brother as she threw the ball at him when he wasn't looking. 
Angus chafed, chased after her. Si- chased. <coughs> got a bit chafed from her <laughs> suit. <laughs> Angus chased after his sister to the goal circle, playing a game in which the first person to shoot goals from various positions in the circle won. This isn't fair. You play netball, Angus complained as he watched Grace slot three goals in a row while they were practising. I play defence. You know I don't even shoot, Grace pointed out. Damn, I wonder how much I would lose by to an actual shooter, Angus said with a grimace. Grimace? Well, let's find out. Grace and Angus turned to see Stella standing behind them. She'd too like to be at the courts early for shooting practice. You were on, said Angus with a grin. Within minutes, Stella had nearly made her way around the entire circle, only missing one shot along the way. Angus had only just got his first in for the game, with even Grace having made her way halfway across. You guys have had more practice than me, Angus sulked as as Stella sunk her shot from the final spot, winning the game. No one likes a sore loser, Stella teased as she gently shoved Angus. Fine, let's play again. I was just warming up. A little bit of flirtation in the air. Angus joked as he shoved Stella back and made his way to the first shooting spot. Grace laughed and she shook. Grace laughed and shook her head at her overly competitive brother. She also took note of the playful shove Stella and Angus had just traded. Was that flirting? Yes, definitely. She decided to ignore it and focus on the game. Angus had been quiet about everything that happened with Sebastian and hadn't so even. So now Grace doesn't like it. She can do it with Sebastian, but. Is she not allowing Angus No, I th- No, she's saying here, Angus had been quiet about everything that had happened with Sebastian and hadn't even brought it up with Grace. He clearly knew about it, practically the whole school did, but she was gratefully decided to just act normal t- towards her. So I think he's, she's just saying that at the end of the day... They he's just like, well, I'm about to make the same move, Don't Grace, get so. involved in each other's business. Um, was that a warm-up shot too? Grace teased Angus airballed his first shot of the second game. Chapter break. You probably get snacks. It's nothing Kabucha. too interesting coming now. <laughs> Gradually, the rest of the team arrived. Mrs. Peters called them into a huddle before they got their warm-up. They're about to play the semi-final. This is the most exciting point in the book. First, I want to say congratulations to all of you for getting this far. You've worked so hard this season and have improved as individuals and a team each and every week. I'm particularly proud of how close you've all become and the relationships you've built in this team. I've said it once and I'll say it again. This game is going to be won by all nine of you, not just one or two. So let's warm up the best we have all year. I want you to hear I want to hear lots of voice and encouragement from all of you. The girls practically sprinted to the baseline for their warm-up. Every move was sharp and every call was loud. It was clear that each girl had turned up ready to give her all so the team had the best chance of winning. Grace recalled how Mrs. Peters always said that if a team warmed up well, it played well, and she hoped this was true today. Not true. It's not always true. <laughs> we had a few shockers this year. They definitely had prepared themselves as best they could for the contest ahead. They were also able to f- field their best team with Sophie and Stella in goals, Jordan, Mia and Nadia in the centre court, and Amber behind Grace in defence. The whistle blew to begin the game, and the Giants took the first centre pass. The Giants' centre looked to her wing attack to receive the ball, but with Nadia covering her first move, she looked to the goal attack. However, Grace was blocking her player from even stepping over the transverse line, so the centre spun around in a panic, searching for a wing defence or goal defence. They too were unable to move past their line's opponents, so the centre was stranded. By the time she turned back to look for another option, the umpire had blown her whistle, signalling that she had held the ball for more than three seconds. <coughs> what a start. Oh, God. Good start. The line supporters cheered and Grace picked up the ball in the centre circle, passing it to Mia, who connected with Jordan at the top of the circle. Sophie made a brilliant double dodge along the baseline. You know what I realised? The other day you were saying that you've used all your like, favourite names in this book. Sophie. I meant for like, the main characters. She's a bit of quinky-dink that Sophie's a really good shooter. Also funny that I wrote this book before I ever met you. Um, Sophie but made I don't a know, brilliant... she's a quinky-dink. <laughs> quinky-dink. 
But maybe you did subconsciously. Know yeah, me. You were an AL player of the year. <laughs> Sophie made a brilliant double dodge along the baseline to free herself to receive the ball from Jordan Run to the post. She swished it through the net and passed it back to Mia for the next centre pass. The Lions had various set plays they used at centre passes. This time they opted for an overload. This required both the goal attack and wing attack. It's a bit of a netball coach as well. Uh-huh. This required both a netball attack. Netball. <laughs> you got a netball in my head. This required both the goal attack and wing attack to stand together on one side of the court. When the whistle blew, the wing attack led along the transverse line while the goal attack surged forwards into the centre third of the court. It worked perfectly, with Mia passing the ball to Jordan as she charged along the line. Sophie read the play and made a strong drive from the circle to receive the ball from Jordan. Having watched this unfold from the goal circle, still a time to her lead that, so, that Sophie turned, so that as Sophie turned around, she moved metres away from her opponent on the baseline and quickly shot a goal. Only 30 seconds had passed and the Lions led 2 zip. 2 0, not zip. Zippity doodah. <laughs> the rest of the quarter continued in similar fashion, with the defensive pressure of the Lions too much for the Giants. By quarter time, Amber and Grace had taken several impressive intercepts and the Lions led, Lions led 12 7. That's a quite low scoring. Seems they scored their first like two points in the first thirty seconds. Or those. It's only a ten minute quarter though. Yeah, the Giants were too good a team to make the same mistakes in the second quarter. Grace noted how they changed their game so they were more patient with the ball, passing it around as many times as necessary until players became free. This was frustrating for the Lions defenders as no matter how hard they worked, they couldn't secure the intercepts they had managed in the first quarter. But the style of play also meant that the Giants didn't score very quickly, especially when compared to the Lions, who only took a few passes to get the ball into the goal circle. Sophie and Stella were rotating beautifully and doing their part by, but, but by, oh my God, Stella, Sophie and Stella were rotating beautifully and doing their part, but by half time the Lions' had, lead had only increased by two goals. They gathered at the huddle with the score twenty-five to eighteen. It's funny how you like talk about the patience and stuff. And that team game, because that's how like, we played this year, but not on purpose. I know. Which is accidentally, but it worked for us. <laughs> so true. The Giants' mid-quarters began to tire in the second half after working relentlessly against the defence defense, defense superior Lions to gain possession. The Lions were able to take a few more intercepts and build their lead, giving them the opportunity to change their lineup for the final quarter. Mia came off after running herself ragged in the first three quarters and was replaced by Emily, while Ashley came on for Sophie at goal shooter. So they all did get to play. Yeah, see, I told you. Amber and Grace also swapped positions. Emily and Ashley slotted in well and the team strengthened their lead, never relinquishing their defensive pressure, as even as it became obvious they would win. What does relinquishing mean? Like they never took their foot off the pedal. Like they never gave in. They never, like, you know, just kind of took, took their they foot off the throttle. Relinquished. That's exactly what it means. The final whistle blew and everyone on the court put their hands on their knees, bending over to gasp for air. All the players shook hands and came together in the middle of the court to cheer for one another and the umpires. The Lions then ran to the end of the court nearest to the most of their supporters. They placed their hands in the middle and, after making eye contact with their co-captain to check it was okay, Grace called for quiet. What a game, girls. That was one of the best we've ever played together. I don't know about you, but this definitely makes me ready and eager to knock the Clovers off their high horses next week. So they already played their final? Yeah, they were the second final. Lions on three. One, two, three. Lions! That's the end of chapter 21. Wait, so Clovers had already played and they'd won? So I think they um, must have just played the game before them or they were playing sort of at the same time, but maybe they could obviously tell already that um, the Clovers had won. Yeah, have a quick sip of water. That was an intense chapter. Not really. Well, intense with the netball. Also, just more um, intense. I think some of the words. I felt like I was getting a bit tongue twisted. <clears throat> also, got a bit of a, a bit of a cough, so that no might one be cares. impacting. <laughs> no one cares. No one's giving you some. Chapter twenty two. <laughs>
following week of school was filled with excitement and anticipation. The Friday at 5 competition announcement was going to be posted on Facebook on Wednesday night and the netball grand final was on Saturday. Big week. Oh, huge week. Grace found it difficult to concentrate in class as she knew many of her teammates would too, with her mind buzzing with what the next few days would hold. Whether or not they won the Friday at 5 competition, the Lions were going to have to put it all behind them to focus on the game on Saturday. That's actually a real, like, imagine if they lose and then, like... They have to try and get themselves up and about for the grand yeah. final. That's hard. I know. Sebastian and Grace saw little of each other at school. Between netball training, homework and band practice, there wasn't much time to spend together. Time for boys. But Grace was okay with that. She knew she had to focus on school and netball and didn't want things to get awkward with Tyler or between Tyler and Sebastian. The occasional banter via text and one of his cheeky grins from across the schoolyard was more than enough for now. They hadn't become Facebook official or anything like that. Wait, so I'm so confused because, like, she hasn't talked to him and stuff, but then, like, <coughs> have they even, like, spoke? Had, is there a conversation that we've missed? I think they've had a few, like, texts back and forth just between the two of them. And, like, he obviously said in the song that he wants to take her out and that, so... Yeah, but, like, I think that's moving a little bit too fast. Yeah. Then jumping into a No, that's, that's why she's saying they haven't become... Like, nothing has become official. Like, it's all still very, like, up in the air because... The when they did have their conversation, it was still like quite fresh. So I think that's what this is trying to say, that no decisions have been made. They were just going to take things slow. Luckily, the teasing and whispers about the two of them had begun to die down as the focus turned elsewhere. High school could always be counted on to provide new gossip. God, chat break quite early. You shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't need a tea or coffee right now. Mrs Peters had asked the girls to each bring something to train that they felt would help the team get over the line on Saturday. It could be something that would give them luck, something that would motivate the team, or simply something a team ever loved. At their last training session before the grand final, the team sat in a circle in the middle of the court to share their special items. Emily and Sophie had bought photos of their first game of netball, and Jordan had bought her first netball uniform. The mementos reminded the team of how far they'd all come and emphasised why they'd started playing as seven- and eight-year-olds. As the creative one of the team, Nadia wrote an acrostic poem for the word lions, while Ashley played her favourite song, Roar, by Katy Perry, which she thought was fitting for the lions. Why? Mia, because it's like, lions go roar. Oh, OK. <laughs> Mia had bought a Japanese figurine her auntie had given her. <laughs> Do you know why, why I wrote this? Because I got given one of these that was supposedly brought good luck. It's like this tiny little doll and my auntie gave it to me and it's meant to bring you good luck. Uh, and Stella had made a collage out of team ph photographs, fitting the photos into the letters in lines to make a poster. As co-captains, Amber and Grace shared their items last. Amber had brought a photo of the team that had been taken after their last game and spoke about how far they had come as a group. Grace had always loved inspiring words, especially from other sports people, so she shared one of Michael Jordan's most famous quotes. Some people want it to happen, some wish it would happen, others make it happen. Inspiring. As they stood up for their training session, Grace could see that the girls had enjoyed learning more about each other and the types of things they considered special. The exercise was just the thing they needed to give them that extra bit of motivation heading into Saturday's game. Mrs Peters made sure that last session would be one to remember. Oh, yeah. Well, yawn. I've had a coffee. Maybe I need one. Maybe you need another one. Is that how boring this is to you? Mm. We're getting to the pointy end. Yeah, there was such like a high with all the Grace and Sebastian stuff and now it's kind of just like... But they just won the semi-final. We're about to find out whether they won the Friday at Five video. Get yourself up and about. <laughs> <coughs> they spent the first half of the night running through set plays and performing some slick drills, but finished with a series of fun Slip games back. to help the girls relax and remember that even in the most important matches, they 
they played netball to have fun. Speaking of slick back, has anyone watched the Swift's bloopers video? Because Maddie Proud has the worst flyaways <coughs> and baby hairs. And even Bridie made a comment about it the other night. She was like, did you guys see Maddie's hair um, in the bloopers video? Why did no one tell me that? Like, as in, like, why would Shane be like, Maddie, maybe you could just redo your hair? Or anyone that was around me. It was so bad. Even Cody, like, you posted on the video being like, how's the flyaways? Like, everyone commented about it. <laughs> I'm actually need some gel <laughs> or some hairspray, hairspray or just a few bobby pins. Or, or you had to know what to do. You've got quite a bit, don't It's you? so much. And because your hair's dark, like... It's really... It's I have issue. heaps as well, but I managed to brush mine back into my hair. Oh, see, I don't brush mine. That's probably my issue. Mm. So, yeah, if you guys haven't seen that blue reel, go and see it and give me some hair tips. The girls left training feeling excited and ready to play on Saturday, but conscious, too, that within minutes they would know the results of the Friday at 5 competition. They'd all agreed to hang around after training so they could see the announcement as a group. Sure enough, right on time, their phones buzzed and up popped the familiar blue banner of a Facebook notification. It was an alert from the Friday at 5 Facebook page, notifying their fans that the competition winners had been announced. They huddled in a circle. Mia read the first paragraph of the announcement aloud. We want to thank everyone for entering this competition. We received almost a thousand entries and had a blast watching all your videos. They were incredible. Your creativity amazes us and it seriously took forever to decide on a winner. We've put together the top three videos with the final one being the winner. Thanks again and we hope to see you all in Adelaide. Love Grayson, Elliot, Will, Cooper and Freddie. The girls locked eyes, each too nervous to be the first one to play the video. <clears throat> Okay, on the count of three, let's all press play. Amber broke the silence. One, two, three. <sighs> there was a sigh of relief, and they saw within a second that the first video that played wasn't theirs. It was a cheerleading routine to Friday at Five's latest song, Tonight We Dance, which, the girls had to admit, was pretty good. Their relief was short-lived, and their stomachs dropped as the sound of Sebastian's husky voice filled their ears when the second video began to play. Amber almost threw her phone to the ground in disgust. This is a joke! We should have won! Everyone dropped their heads in disappointment. Lost <coughs> my voice. Still good. Like, you come second out of a thousand. I agree. Grace looked around at her teammates, and while she was just as devastated, she knew calm words were needed to help the team focused and united oh, for the always, final. Always, Grace, always. Guys, think about it. Out of everyone who entered in the whole of South Australia, we came second, and they posted on their Facebook page, which is a pretty big deal. The girls started to lift their heads. You're right, of course. To finish second is really pretty awesome. Go us! Stella joined in. Amber sighed. Yeah, okay, she said. It's just frustrating. Why don't we have a look at who beat us? Let's get it over with. Everyone laughed and began to watch the final video. They saw a wide view of Rundle Mall, the main shopping strip in Adelaide CBD. It continued for a few seconds, showing people walking in and out of shops. Boring! Amber moaned. A few seconds later, the opening bars of One More Time by Friday at Five blared through the speakers. One more time. <laughs> a group of girls sitting on a bench stood and began to dance to the song, their movements graceful and synchronised. Gradually, other people who had looked as if they were shopping, waiting or talking to others or on their phones began to join in, a few at a time. Soon, close to 80 people were performing an extremely well-choreographed dance to the song. It was one of the best things Lions had ever seen. But so wasn't the prize yet to get to the Friday Night <coughs> Five concert? Mm. Say there was like 80 people in their group. Who gets the tickets? Well, like how many tickets? Do yeah, you I think that there's probably like a core group that were like, oh, can you join our flash mob? I think the ones that had like choreographed the dance would get the tickets. I reckon there'd be like a maximum of say like 20 tickets or 15 tickets or something That's like that. It's heaps. Still a lot, isn't it? 
probably 10, probably four in real life, but this is a book and I could make it up however I like. That's true. It's a flash mob, Ashley said. The girls are in awe, unable to put their phones down. Okay, I'll admit it. That was pretty damn good, Amber said, admitting defeat. At least we know we lost to a worthy opponent, Mia added. I reckon this just gives us extra motivation to win on Saturday, said Grace. Yeah, let's demolish those clovers, Emily said, practically screaming. Everyone turned and stared at Emily, then started laughing hysterically at the sudden outburst of emotion from the quietest member of the team. Well, if we can keep up this energy, thought Grace, the clothes are going to have their work cut out. Chapter break! Go grab your tea. Or just have a cough. <coughs> Clear your throat for the next section. Later that night, after Grace had scoffed down her dinner, she was lying in bed watching the latest Riverdale episode on Netflix when her phone buzzed. It had become almost a routine for her and Sebastian to exchange messages before they went to sleep. Cute! Ding. Sebastian, I've decided I'm quitting the band after losing this com- competition. Grace rolled her eyes and laughed, knowing he didn't mean it for a Do second. Do you reckon she laughed out loud? Sure, I think she would have. I'm one of those people that I like. I'll, I'll be reading a Wait, book. you laugh out loud. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those weird people that laughs out loud. No, like I, was reading, I know. I was reading, I know. I I reading a book you. the other day and I just started laughing. I was, I like was on the there. Tra- I was on the train, but then I probably did it at home too. <laughs> no, you did it at the beach. Oh, I remember that. Ding. Ding. Grace, and I'll quit netball. We can run away and join the circus. Ding. Sebastian, that's the best idea you've ever had. I'd Ding. be a great acrobat. Oh. Ding. Grace, I can juggle. Ding. Sebastian, is there anything you can't do? Ding. Grace, sing. Ding. Sebastian, now that I know for a fact. You always sucked at sing star. Ding. Grace, maybe I just wanted you to feel better about yourself. Ding. Sebastian, yeah, I need all the compliments I can get. I'm really low on confidence. Ding, ding, ding. Grace. <laughs> she changed every time. <laughs> Whatever you say, Grace and Cole. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> he changed the same thing. Sebastian, yeah. but seriously, I'm sorry you didn't win. Ding, got too annoying. She changed Grace, me too. But without you guys, we wouldn't have even got close. Ding, ding, ding. He liked it. Sebastian, true, I'm a great singer. Ding. Grace, and so low on confidence too. Ding, ding, ding. Sebastian, is that like low battery? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Well, speaking of confidence, how are you feeling about Saturday? Ding. Grace, I feel so sick, I fear I may die. Ding, ding, ding. Sebastian, never one to over-exaggerate. Grace, never. Oh, I just ripped the page. <laughs> Sebastian, I've seen you play a million times. You'll be great. Ding. Grace, I just want to win so bad. Ding. Sebastian, I'll be cheering. Ding, ding, ding. Grace, you might distract me too much. Ding. Okay, I'm not going to do the names anymore because you'll know who he is. You won't even notice I'm there. Grace felt the knot in her stomach tighten as she pictured Sebastian standing on the sideline cheering her on. While she wanted him to come and appreciate his support, his presence at the game would make her feel even more nervous. Boop, boop. <laughs> I'll probably get a falcon my first pass. Fun fact about the falcon. I was on this snowy hydro trip with the great one and only Scott Sattler, who played for, I think it was the Penrith Panthers, um, won a grand final with them, and he was playing in the game when the falcon was invented. I can't remember the name of the player he told me it was. I think it was like... Teddy or I don't know what his name was but this guy was running off the field and one of his teammates like threw the ball and it smacked him in the face like and he wasn't even meant to be on the field and that's how the Falcon became a thing so shout out to you Scott Sutton well there we go Grace I bought wait here oh interesting Sebastian what's a Falcon Grace a ball to the face excuse me sorry (laughs) what's a Falcon a really good Ford car (laughs) a ding a ding a ding a ball to the face Ah, yep. Sorry I'm not up with your sporting lingo. You're going to have to learn. I'll study my sports dictionary before I go to sleep. This is what I call flirting. It might take you a while. I'll let you get to it. Ding. Already on page 10. Good night, X.
Ding, 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 ding. Night. X. Are you done? Thank God that's over. Grace smiled to herself and put her phone down on the bedside table. She couldn't believe how much things had changed between them in such a short amount of time. But for once, she wasn't scared or worried about it. She was happy with how she things were. She wasn't scared of love. And she couldn't wait to see where it would go. And that is the end of chapter 22, which means... Wow, I nearly fell asleep in that chapter. I don't know why you're saying that, because... They just won. I think it was just kind of like, surely, like, that was kind of like, you got to feel like a bit of a filler chapter, like, between, or so I say filler yeah. episode, like, filler yeah. between, but like, I mean, all the stuff that happened <clears throat> with the thing, the Friday, and then I guess the netball game and, like, the Friday Night at Five competition. Maybe just because you've read it before, is like, if you hadn't read it, like, and you didn't know whether they were going to get into the grand final and you didn't know whether they were going to win the Friday at Five competition, like, that would have been a big, 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 big revelation. To be honest, I just, I predicted they... Didn't win the competition? No, I didn't predict that. <coughs> you thought they would win? I thought they would win, but... Gotcha. I predicted they'd just go straight to the grand final. Yeah. I think, like, they'd been the best team all year, really. No, Clovers have. No. They haven't really lost a game to the Clovers because Amber cracked a tanty. So they haven't been the best team all year because they lost to the That's Clovers. That's true. You're right. You're right. You're very true. But you know what? It was a loss they needed to have. So I've gone first the last two episodes. What are your three words for today? Last two episodes. <laughs> I've still got my, I've got my cough. I can't speak properly. Oh. <clears throat> um, what were my three words? Can I just make it two? Fill a chapter. <laughs> Tess. <laughs> When's next episode? <laughs> Um, I'm going to say Grace grows up. She doesn't care anymore about... She goes from 30 to 40. She acts like a 30-year-old already. But also her 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 five-year-old. But also her love life is like a... No, I'm more like, I can't wait for next episode because we have the grand final. Yeah. I feel like next episode is going to be good, like... Like, just everything that's going to happen. The end of the book. The end of the book's always good, but if it's bad, like... I'm also kind of sad, though, that it's going to be the... It breaks it. It's the last last episode next week. I know. I feel like I may have to... I don't know. Like, what am I going to do to fill the void? Um, I don't know. We're flat out. Our schedules are flat, flat out, out anyway. Right. So I might have to write another yet. book. But anyway, um, apologies if you guys... I like Sophie and thought that, that episode was boring um, and suffered many a yawn throughout. But thanks for sticking with us. Thanks, guys. We'll see you um, next week. Illy. Bye.